Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is The Ocean Oracle. My books! Well, if you're so concerned about your possessions, Sir Lamarack, then stop parrying and let me hit you! <laughs> Caroline, Lamb, please stop! <laughs> Don't worry, old alarm. <laughs> Just about to end this. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> Lamb! My arm! Damn you, you've broken my arm! Might feel that way. The ulnar nerve's a sensitive spot. Sensitive enough to disarm even the most hardened warrior. Oh, you cheat! Unless you want to compare this pain to a real broken arm, hand over that pearl. Carefully. You don't scare me, old man. Let's see if I can't change that, huh? Lamb, no! Let go, damn it! Thank you, Olala. Now to finish the old devil off. Tail, stop her! Olala! What are you doing? Hand me the pearl, Caroline. You don't know this man. You don't know what he's capable of. And you don't know him because you've never even spoken to him. His past is all I need to know. Do you know how much death he's responsible for, Olala? And if I were to judge you based solely on your past, Caroline, you would not seem so innocent either. <sighs> now, hand me the pearl. Please. Oh. Thank you. Lamb, what is this? Please tell me the truth, or I will ask Caroline to tell me, and I do not think her description will be kind. That is a mermaid's pearl, Olala. Mermaids rarely die, but when they do, that's what they leave behind. That pearl in particular came from Posip. It came from my wife. I loved her very much. Loved her enough to kill her? Oh, Lola, you shut her up and you shut her up now, you understand? I can't listen to this garbage. Garbage? Ha! Let's put the pieces together then, Olala. Mermaids cannot die of natural causes. He has the remains of a dead mermaid, and he is a famed monster killer of the Second Citadel. You have no idea what He uses the magical properties of those remains to his own selfish ends. Breathing underwater, swimming faster than any human could catch him. You expect us to believe you love this woman so much you would use her corpse to fill your pockets? Caroline, we have seen Lamb do nothing wrong. We know of a long and storied career of something's wrong, Olala. The Citadel has always measured knightly fortitude in monster heads claimed, and though Sir Lamarack has not claimed many himself... So now I'm a killer who doesn't kill? This gets more convincing by the second. He has planned more successful monster hunts than any other knight in the Citadel's history. His strategy is responsible for more death than even Galahad. The words of a man so cunning cannot be trusted. You don't know anything about me. I know you're a wife killer, Lamarack. I'll kill you for that. Say it again. Say it one more time, and I swear. (gasps) (gasps) Lam, who is that? I don't know. Nobody ever comes here. Hello? Anybody home? No? What is it with this week? Who is it, Lamb? Hello, Lamerick. Sir Lamerick of the Piercing Eye. Oh, you wouldn't leave an old friend out here in the cold, would you now? Sir Tristan the Cold. One of my... Old co-workers. And I suppose you expect us to believe this is just a coincidence? Listen, you call it coincidence? I call it the second worst day of my life. But no matter what we call it, Olala's in very real danger right now. I am. 
Why? Tristan's one of the most hardline knights I ever had the misery of working with. If he sees you here, a half-human, half-monster kid, he's going to kill you. So transform into a fish or whatever and get out of here now! But... What about Caroline? What about me? They call you traitors, monsters in the Citadel now, don't they? If this knight recognizes you, you're in danger too. Mama Bear can take care of herself, I'm sure. I am not She her is mother. not my mother. I'm not leaving Caroline behind. We have to escape together. Well, good luck with that, Olala. There are only two ways out of this hideout. One's underwater, and the other's got one of the coldest killers I've ever met on the other side of it. Sir Lamerick, I don't mean to be a pest now, but I can hear you in there. <sighs> Lamerick, you swear that this man is no friend of yours? Well, I don't usually hyperventilate when a friend's at the door, so... Then prove it. Show us some place to hide, and I'll consider letting you live. Oh, you'll let me live, huh? Who was winning our fight exactly? I was. Now stop arguing and hide us, please. Right. Uh, upstairs, just to the right of the staircase. Wardrobe. Hide in there, and I'll keep Tristan downstairs. If you double-cross us, Lamorette. Caroline, come on! <laughs> this must be it. Now listen carefully, Olala. If there is any sign that Salamarak is planning on betraying you, any sign Shh, of Caroline, I can't hear what he's saying. It has been a dog's age, hasn't it? <laughs> a few dogs by now. Tristan the Cold. What are you doing in Silver Shore? I'm very glad you asked, my brother. You see, I love to pretend this is just a social call, seeing as how we are overdue for a reunion. But we're both intelligent enough to know a man does not travel to the most solitary corner of the universe for pleasantries. Citadel business, not to mention saints business. Stuff I could use your particular perspective on. May I come in? You know, Tristan, now's not exactly a great time. Ooh, what the hell? Chivalry! Damn that bird, whoever trained him should have spent a little longer on manners. I'll get him out of here for you. Chivalry! <clears throat> sure, Tristan, come right in. Thank you, my brother. And what a beautiful home you've built. Out here in the wilderness. <laughs> for a man who lives for secrets, you are charmingly predictable, old friend. Yeah? How's that? The books, the um, cozy mess. Looks like quite the party just got finished here. Even the location. Where else do you find a man who asks too many questions, but the place, there's nothing but questions. Silver Shore's a city just like any other when you get down to it. A city just like any other? Excepting, of course, all the beasts keeping things running. Ain't that right? <laughs> Speaking of, who is this lovely lady in the picture with you? <laughs> I'd appreciate it if we focused on getting your falcon back, Tristan. I have work to do. I'll say you do. Books open everywhere. Notes scattered all over the place. So much for retirement, huh? Tristan? Oh, of course. My apologies, brother. It's just that it's a relief to spend some time with old blood. These new recruits are all vim and no vigor, if you catch my meaning. Oh, chivalry, you big feather duster. Get off Sir Lamorak's desk. You'll sully the man's hard work. Now, shoot, go on, shoot. Caroline, that bird is getting closer. So long as we're silent, it should have no reason to look for us here. <laughs> what a mess. My deepest apologies, brother, but chivalry's tracks, feathers, and what all else on these notes of yours. Notes? Nah, <laughs> that's just something I was 
paging through to pass the time. No, no, I, I don't think it is. Don't act like we're strangers, Lamorak. You and I go back to the squire's barracks, and I remember what your notes look like. Your secret little systems all over this page. Damned if I can understand it, but I can read this here poem well enough. Well, that's private, so... Life lingers in a shining cage, one sanded smooth by suffering. It may be born again one day. Beware. <laughs> Odd little rhyme. It doesn't seem finished. I'm still working on it. Are you now? Well, I never took you for a poet before, and I must admit I don't much take you for one now. Uh, my associate could give you a pointer or two when he arrives, I'm sure. You must have a veritable treasure trove of little mysteries scattered around here. Are those more books upstairs? Tristan, what is this really about? That damn falcon of mine, of course. Can't you hear him hollering away up there? <laughs> it's right outside. Do you think... Shh, you're not going up there. I must insist, my brother. Unless you want chivalry to make a devil's own mess of your collection upstairs, I should really collect Don't act him. like we're strangers, Tristan. The birds knew that you've been pulling tricks like this since training. So call your falcon down here and tell me why you're in Silvershore now. <laughs> So much for pleasantries, then. Chivalry! <sighs> well, I must say, you haven't lost your touch, old friend. Seems like that piercing eye is as sharp as ever. I am here on business. By the very generous decree of Queen Mira, I have been reinstated as a Knight of the Crown. And by the words of Saint me and himself, I have come to Silvershore to see my business done. I like your advice if you'll give it, just like the good old days. I'm retired, Tristan. The greats never really retire, Sir Lamorak. They just wait to be called upon again. This here is your call. I'm not interested. And you're certainly one of the greats, no doubt about that. Galahad placed a lot of trust in you back in our day. Don't think his monster-slaying record would have been half what it was without your strategizing. Oh, hush now, chivalry, hush. Great hunter, this bird, but he doesn't let me get away with a thing. Because I have you to thank for the zeppelopod I slew, among others. How did you find that nerve cluster, anyway? You remember my arrangement, Tristan. I only help if nobody asks any questions. Don't give anything away. Keep your heads to yourself. We may not always see, and excuse my wordplay, eye to eye, <laughs> but... I have always respected you for that. You know, you could get an even better deal with that queen they have in the Citadel now. With my help, of course. I'm not interested. Imagine what you could know if you didn't have to sneak around so much. A pass from the queen herself to whatever forbidden knowledge you'd like. That'd keep you busy a good long time. I'm not interested. You could save lives. No, let me put that another way. Lives will be lost. Without your help, Lamorak. Good as killing them, if you ask me. I didn't, and I'm not interested. Leaving one's men in harm's way, and they call me cold. The queen won't be happy to hear this. Sir Lamorak, a deserter. To desert something, you need to be part of it in the first place. I hope that doesn't mean what I think it means. I think you know what I'm saying, Tristan. And I think you can get out of my home, too. Real shame that our reunion had to go so sour, Lamorak. I mean now, Tristan. In just a moment, just a moment, 
You'll excuse me, but I got a bit of business needs doing somewhere private. Do you mind if I borrow this desk for a moment? I said, thank you, old friend. Sir Damien? Oh, Sir Damien the Pious, would you join us a minute, please? Damien? Yes, Sir Tristan. Come in, my brother. Come in. Sir Lamorex just offered us the use of his desk a moment. I thought we could review the letter I asked you to take down earlier. Would you read it for me? As you wish, Sir Tristan. Captain Absalon, the time has come to enact the second stage of St. Damien's divine plan. The guidance he gave me of a monster city in these wayward lands was accurate. Praised be unto him. And I find that I may need some assistance in carrying out the final stage of the plan. And so I ask that you send 100 knights to the border of the wayward east. 100? That is a good point, old friend. Make that 200, Sir Damien. 200? <clears throat> I ask that you send 200 knights to the border of the wayward east, and by power of the most patient saints' miracles, they will find transport into the monster hive known as Silver Shore. I trust in your great wisdom, etc., etc. Take another pass and really pour on the sugar here, Sir Damien. You know Absalom. And then it's most respectfully yours, Sir Tristan the Cold. There, you think you can manage that? A 200-night occupation in Silver Shore, Tristan? These monsters have done nothing. 200 nights to start. Did, did I forget to say that? Remember to write that down, too, Sir Damien. 200 nights to start. Ah, well, that is business managed. Thank you for your hospitality, Sir Lamorak. The population of Silvershore is over one million humans and monsters, Tristan. A few hundred nights won't mean anything. Alone, perhaps not. But to clear the way for the scene of tranquility's great plan, they'll do just fine, I think. But will there be casualties? Oh, there most certainly will. Good knights, dead in service of their saint and citadel. Men with families, children, Sir Lamorak. Men who could live. If you just offer up that piercing eye of yours, so I would suggest you start thinking about who you want to ally yourself with, old friend. I might owe you for a monster or two back in our golden days, but... Come wartime, the only thing that matters is who's on the right side and who ends up dead. Well, then, let's go, Damien. If Sir Lamorak's too busy for our holy crusade, we'll have to make do elsewhere. And St. Damien, praise be, always keeps a backup plan. Farewell, Sir Lamorak. I think they're gone. As should we be. Two hundred nights is a lot. Perhaps once we get everyone together and come up with a plan, a plan? we can... We're past the time for plans, Olala. We're leaving Silvershore immediately. What? No, we aren't. This is not up for debate, Olala. We'll catch Galahad elsewhere, but if a two hundred man army is coming to support him... Who says this has anything to do with Galahad? We know Galahad is in this town. In one day, we've met two of his closest former allies and learned that one of them is gathering an army. The pieces slot together quite clearly. We're leaving. Caroline. Caroline, wait! There you are. Where the hell did you put it? Put what? The pearl. Where is it? I don't have it. I told you not to play around with this. Give me the pearl now! Lamb, she doesn't have it. 
I took it for her to stop you fighting, remember? Well, then where is she, Olala? I don't... Uh, where? You will not raise your voice to her, Caroline, you... I can answer him myself. I left it on your desk before we hid. I don't know what happened to it after that. My desk? Then... Tristan. Tristan! Get back here! Well, that's one problem dealt with. Shouldn't we help him? He tried to protect us. Sir Galahad's strategist? With Galahad himself nearby? No. This is likely the first stage in a much longer plan. One we'll avoid entirely by escaping Silvershore. So we'll gather everyone and... Oh, frostbite! That letter! I'd completely forgotten. What letter? I sent a letter to my contact in the Citadel in order to obtain a cure for Kuan Yi's condition. But if we leave now and miss him, he could be trapped here, in a city under siege. Damn it all! We should still have some time before Sir Tristan's forces arrive. For now, we'll gather everyone and hide until we find a way to escape together. As for Damien, well, if he's taken up with the enemy, he'll get what he deserves. Damien did not sound happy to be by Sir Tristan's side, Caroline. And besides, I'm not ready to leave. This city, it's so beautiful. And are we really going to let those knights destroy other people's homes, too? Just like Galahad destroyed mine? Oh, Lala, perhaps something can be done for Silvershore. I'm not certain yet. But I am certain that if we choose to be contained in a city occupied by the Citadel's armed forces, we're wagering our lives at very, very bad odds. I won't do that. I will protect you. I've promised that. Especially when Galahad is near. But- And that is the end of the discussion. We should find our companions now. Ale will be easy enough, but I haven't the first idea where Angelo is. Why not? He told me he was with you. Most intriguing. I believe there may be a mystery afoot in Silvershore. Is it whether Caroline really found Galahad? No. Is it whatever the hell trouble O's been getting in? No. Is it why more people aren't reading this weekly soothsayer? Come on, schoolboy, these are hilarious. Listen. No, it is not that either. The mystery I speak of is close at hand, Ole, and it may be the grandest mystery of all. Why is the shore silver? Uh, what? Why is the shore silver? No, I heard you. I Sand mean... is a very interesting combination of materials, Ale, though composed largely of small rocks. Okay, so this is a rock thing. Many components come together to create sand, dirt and crushed bones and seashells, small forms of life. An herbalist I know once told me of a fish whose bright pink droppings... Ew. <clears throat> Regardless. I can't identify the silver elements in this sand. They resemble metal, but none I can identify. And yet they seem strangely familiar. Schoolboy. Is this sand thing the grandest mystery, or are you just worried about Caroline and Olalas who are using it to distract yourself? Yes! Well, no! Well, it is very interesting, isn't it? Angelo, rocks are never going to be interesting. But- But if anyone in the universe had a shot at making them interesting, it'd be you. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, chin up or whatever. Caroline and the kid will be fine. Yes, of course they will. And you? And I what? Will you be- Fine, in in the arena today. <laughs> oh yeah, no problem. This town's full of pushovers. You dodge one strike and they look at you like the saints' gift to swords. There was this really big minotaur guy yesterday who whipped this fifty-pound club so hard it threw him out of bounds, and I didn't even swing my sword. What's that dopey face for? What face? I. Uh, <clears throat> Ollie. Since our hallucinations in the mirrored planes, I've been thinking. That, that is, I've, 
I've been meaning to say... Two o'clock already? Sorry, schoolboy, but can this wait? I'm scheduled in the arena in half an hour. Of course, Ale. Good luck. And be safe. I will. Have fun playing in the sand, schoolboy. And you as well. Oh, and you as well. Saints, you must think I'm a fool. Talking on and on about sand and rocks of all things. This metal is most mysterious, yes, and familiar at that. But after all we saw in the mirrored plains, to talk about anything other than... Us? I know just the friend who could help me express these affairs of the heart. If only. Oh, I think I've been clear enough on that point, my brother. You have been clear on the effect, but not the means, Sir Tristan. And if you think for a moment that I'll draw my bow against the innocent monsters of this land, you are sorely mistaken. I guess we won't have any problem. <laughs> but I'd know that voice anywhere! Damien! Oh, Damien! Saints alive, man! <coughs> what form of devil! Shh. Be quiet, you fool! A devilish duo, then. But I must warn Damien. Oh, Damien! Angelo, it's us. Rilla and Aram. Now be quiet and stay still, please. Did you hear something just now, my brother? I cannot say I have, Sir Tristan. Let's pick up the pace a bit, shall we? We'll need to be back above water in time to greet our reinforcements. There. It looks like they're gone. If we whisper, Sir Tristan shouldn't hear us. They release this Angelo's mandibles now. I can tell. You said if we whisper. I don't think Angelo can whisper. There. Now I think they're far enough away. Saints above Rilla! Lord Aram, he who rules the swamp of Titan's blooms, what are you doing in Silvershore? We might ask you the same. Ah, but I've asked first, haven't I? We are in pursuit of danger. An incredible coincidence! I, too, was just moments ago in pursuit of Damien. Begats, but why is Damien in Silvershore? And who is that older gentleman he was speaking to? Maybe let's walk while we have this conversation, while we're talking through every detail of who ended up where and why Damien and Tristan are getting away. And share our tales along the way. A thrilling plan indeed, really. Yep. I shall start the tale-telling myself. It all began at the fortress of a great old knight, Sir Pelinor the Prepared, whose magical horde... Ah, yes, of course. And anyway, Sir Pelinor had in his possession a magical crystal, one which... If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actor Joshua Elon and co-creators Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. 
I should take this moment to note that if any Disney casting agents are listening, I would love to play Peter Parker's Spider-Man uh, in an audio adaptation of Disney's Marvel's Spider-Man. I like that this is not the first commentary that right. you said that on. Maybe it's Joshua Elon. <laughs> I, would like, I would like to note that if any Disney executives are paying $10 a month for uh, access to our commentaries, pay more. <laughs> We would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to the Lady Guinevere and the Time for Lunch, Reagan Antonini, the podcast Brain Rot has taken Sydney over, Shelley Schrode, James O'Connor, Kevin Please Say Butts on Live Recording, thanks, Thea J.N., Lucy Chonky Lee's mother, Osipete, Rita Deserves All the Snacks and Movie Nights, Evit Connie, Benjamin Fisher, SCP Chloe, Ashley Desert Willow Wilson, Jun Gishoku, Skyfire Forever, Allison Hull, Liv Allen, Alice the Time Lord, Eren, In Memory of Spiral Opal, Eden the Gay Bookworm, Elizabeth Dunn, Michael David Smith, Gotta Be on My Thesis, so thank you, Bruno Bronze, Caroline Seidman, Radia Selna, Rally, who both referenced TPP in our wedding vows, a sentient can of soda formerly known as Jay. Karen Z.H., Marrow, Genetic, Minchowski, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, The Ocean Oracle, was told by the following people. Marge Dunn as Olala, Leslie Drescher as Caroline, Stuart Evan Smith as Lamerick, Joshua Elon as Sir Tristan the Cold, Matthew Zonzinger as Damien, M. Sutherland as Angelo, and Jimily as Ale, Melissa Enyalat as Rilla, and Noah Symes as Lord Aram. The Penumbra is created and produced by Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear traveler. We hope you will join us again soon.